Hello guys, welcome to the Unveiled Bible Podcast. And yes, we are back from a bit of a holiday, but we are coming in strong and hard. So, um, I think one of the reasons for the holiday process was that we were working on new series. And on that note, I will be ending the, at least putting a pause on the series, the one on the Feast of the Lord for now. And let's move to something, you know, much more new, I would say, so that we can we can kick off from there. We'll get back to it, but not now. So to just finalize everything that we mentioned in the Feast of Trumpets, I think in the last part of the episode from the Feast of Trumpet, we highlighted that there were two trumpets. God told them to have um, Moses to create two trumpets. And then when one is blown, um, the leaders are to meet the Lord. At the you know The leaders are to meet him. But when two are blown, then the entire congregation of Israel were to meet him. And we know that the trumpets, the feast of trumpets, um, the manifestation of that feast is actually the meeting of the Lord. That is what we would call as the people call as the rapture, the hapazo in Greek, the catching away and the meeting of yeah, the meeting of the Lord. So in this time when we um delved into Paul's sayings, okay, Paul mentioned that the trump will be sounded, and he mentioned that it was just one trumpet. He mentioned one trumpet. Um, I think that would be in First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16 to 17. And I read, For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we who are alive and who remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so will we ever be with the Lord. Now, God told Moses to make what two trumpets of silver. You find that in the book of Numbers. But... And then I already gave you the reason for, you know, the two. That's the summoning of the camp and then the summoning of the, the leaders. And we, if you go back to First Thessalonians, one trumpet was mentioned. It was just one. And what I am going on with is what we saw the Lord tell Moses to do, which is we have the leaders and then we have the, the entire congregation. Now let's put that in the Christian sector. Leaders doesn't necessarily mean, oh, the pastors. No, no, that's not what it means here. So with the people of um, uh, Israel in the past, it will mean so. But with the church, Jesus actually gave us an insight to that. And you'll find that in his, um, um, the revelation, in this revelation, the revelation of Jesus meeting with John where John highlighted everything in the book of Revelation. So he met up with Jesus, and then afterwards there was a message from um, Jesus to the 
um, angel of the churches. Let me just go straight there to highlight what I mean. So, there was a message to the angel of the church of Ephesus. You find that in Revelation chapter 2. And somewhere in verse 7, he says this, The one who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Then he says, To the one who overcomes, I would grant to eat from the tree of life, which is the paradise of God. Take note, to the one who overcomes. Then to the church in Smyrna, he said the same thing. At the ending of his message to the church in Smyrna, he said, Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. The one who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Then he says, the one who overcomes will not be hurt by the second death. Wow. And then the next time, and my wow, I would find time to, there would actually be a series where I'll talk about the second death. Anyway, so we move to the next one. That's Pegamum, I think. And the same thing in the end the, the final part of his message he said to the one who overcomes i will give some of the hidden manna and i'll give him a white stone and a new name written on the stone which no one knows except the one who receives it and you see that throughout to so all the seven churches the one who overcomes the one who overcomes the one who overcomes and the thing is this number one he was talking to the church, which means they are all Christians. So why is he saying the one who overcomes? Why isn't it, oh, all of you will get this. But even to the church, he said that even within this, the group of the church, there's a subgroup which he calls the people who overcomes. So it means that not every Christian is put in the same category. Remember, being a Christian comes with responsibilities. There is a commission that was given to the church to do. There was an assignment given to the church to do. And this assignment um, differs in so many ways, but it all lays down to one or it all goes to one um, or ends up in one purpose, which is the preaching of the gospel and the reason of what disciples jesus said that they should they should read disciples of all nations and so what we see here is that whilst everybody many people become christians right there are some people who actually do what jesus told them to do which is promoting the kingdom agenda by the preaching or the spreading of the gospel in various ways it's not just maybe holding camp, uh, crusades no there are various ways with, um, in your own sector with your own world of people probably you are a lawyer with your lawyers there's a way you are ought to go about it by the leading of the spirit and also reason of disciples reason of disciples in the kingdom so um i don't want to go so much into that but what i mean is that if you look at what he said here to the to the angels or to the churches he's always saying that there's some people in this particular group of church or this particular church group that overcame then he moves on to the next one there are people that overcame 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 and that's what he's trying to say here so these people that overcame that actually did what god commissioned us to do not just becoming a christian and then you know become a christian for yourself and just you know going about life as normal because you know i'm a christian so that's it 
but people actually said no i'm a christian and jesus told us to do this and i'm going to do this in the way in my own way that's in the way that jesus or the spirit leads me to do you know in my own way i'm going to do this because the bible speaks of many members but one body and he also talks about the foot being different from the hand the eye being different from the ear so everybody though the whole the whole body is supposed to do one thing every single part of the body has different functions and when their functions come together it actually leads the entire body to do that one specific goal or fulfill that one specific purpose so in your own way with your own world of people around you with the kind of influence that you have or yeah the kind of influence that you have there were things that you do to promote the kingdom agenda in your own way some could be the financing of kingdom projects that is their own way of helping some will actually do the kingdom project some with the administrative work some with their own group of friends some with social media there's there's just countless ways to do that but the end goal is did you take a step to promote the kingdom agenda to promote the gospel in your own way through the leading of the spirit did you take a step to tell someone about jesus in your own way did you take that step did you take the step to raise disciples in christ to raise people to bring people into the kingdom and raise them in christ in your own way did you take that step now for those who did that and you know they overcame all the trials and temptations everything that came their way they managed to overcome it and do the job that they're brought here to do yes there's something different that there's a there's a kind of there's a different kind of reward that they are going to get and i just read to you some of those rewards and it's those people that i think are the leaders the people who are actually prepared for the coming of the lord because jesus is coming for the prepared and if we listen to or read the scriptures he's always talking about the people who are prepared and the people who aren't if you remember the parable of the ten virgins five were prepared they had their oil they had everything ready and they had their backup everything ready but those the other ones didn't so when the bridegroom came they were found wanting and they rushed to the five wise virgins to ask for oil but they couldn't get it so yes when the master comes when jesus comes there will be some people who will be prepared and ready because they were doing what the lord told them to do and some of them will not be and so when that trumpet is called which is just one which is calling forth the leaders it is those people who are prepared those who overcame the obstacles the whole things of because this world can distract you it's, trust me the world is not so um, tolerant to the gospel as you think it is. Probably in some places it is, but not everywhere in the world. So, yes, those who overcame and did what they were supposed to do will reap of these benefits. And this trumpet that is calling forth for the leaders is going to call forth for these people. And they are going to meet with the Lord. And um, I'm going to delve more into that. I think I'm going to prepare a entire series on its own for that, probably the internal judgment or the haphazard, the rapture itself, maybe a series on the rapture itself to like really, really go into details of what it requires and everything that the Bible says it is. Just show you everything from the scriptures so you, you, you make your decision yourself. But yes, and this 
think that's that's it for now this ends the whole series on trumpets and the whole series on the feast i'll come back to it but let's move on to the next one and until then i will see you soon thank you so much for being with us even throughout the whole holiday thing god bless you i love you all bye